to do my essay could i borrow yours no why don't i change the title <laughs> okay we have to turn it in and turn it in.com that's not good enough oh like it's going to catch everything <laughs> and also Stu fucking ate it again at the top row of the theater oh I, I did <laughs> oh i did well I, at least this time i didn't fall like i did in endgame Holy um, fuck, I can't wait for the next I one. Ma- I made it all the way. <laughs> yeah. That'll be that'll be like a, a segment, I guess, in the podcast. So like, Thanks what, for what did I fuck Stu up? Stu almost time? died watching yeah. a movie. This time he actually fell down the entire flight of stairs. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like I the did... last time. Did you call him Twinkle Toes as he's walking up the uh, the stairs? <laughs> oh, no, that was, just, man. You that's, just dropped the soda, right? That was like 20. 14 when that happened i remember we were playing tennis and uh you uh, it's like oh look at that Stu twinkle toes and he rolls his ankle instantly rolled my ankle um yeah let's let's, let me do a quick recap um end game at when we're walking up to our seats uh i was carrying nachos and uh, a large drink and i my foot caught the last step and i just ate it real hard like Jeez. harder than I ever have beefed it, because oh. uh, I like I was trying to save what I was carrying. <laughs> so normally I normally I'm good at falling, like that's one of my skills I would say. Um, but because I was holding this stuff, uh, I was not trying to break my fall, so I just landed directly onto my knees, and that hurt like hell. But did you uh, save the nachos and the soda? I did, well, so the nachos were lost. I spilled them all. Surprisingly, <laughs> surprisingly, my soda was still like four fifths the way full, which was pretty crazy. Um, so that was the first uh, first spill, Did and then this time I made it. It was like halfway through the movie, my my I almost spilled my drink by the lid coming off, and then uh, when the, we're getting ready to leave, um, I walk to the stairs and the cup just falls out of my hands and spills <laughs> all over the floor. <laughs> so tune in next week to see what else I do to fuck up. Oh man, I'm a sleepy boy. Yeah, same. I'm I'm also on the sleepy train. Oh fuck. Maybe we can just talk about like things we things we like to do when we sleep, like sleeping positions. And... Well, we could easily make this week's episode about Casper or. Blue purple yeah. mattress. Ben, since it's tradition, you you got to say the sponsor. Brought to you in part by. Um, <laughs> <fuck. laughs> uh, uh, by sit and sleep. Ooh. Or your mattress is free. Okay, that that one's way too close to the actual thing. We need you to come up with something else. You're killing me, Larry. Oh my god. I can already, I can already <laughs> feel the heat coming. Yeah. Sitting sleep is gonna hound us down. Yeah. Here comes the cease and desist.
I guess it's fine. We'll just leave it in. So, welcome to the third episode of Dose and a Half Cinco's. And boy, what a journey it's been. We've gone through two full episodes so far of uh, let's, hearty. Let's take hearty. a moment and look back on some <laughs> of the good the highlights of our amazing podcast. And then, David, this is where you, you cut in, like, some of the funnier parts of the last two episodes. And, and overlay, like, in the arms of an angel. Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, it's, can't. it's not in memoriam. It's, it's, it's it is a up. memoriam. In memoriam of our best times. <laughs> They're behind us now. <laughs> <laughs> our best selves were left in the past. Yeah. Okay, and then right here is where you, you we cut back, and then... Uh, <laughs> that was the worst clap in. All right, how about, ever done. How okay. about this? I've only done one, so how about this? Um, and then we say something like, man, those were some good times, weren't they? It what seems that? just like yesterday that we just had our first episode. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, that was really good look back, guys, on a great two episodes the past two weeks. Uh, we will be reviewing yeah. this every week. Yeah, Ben, what were you from some of your favorite uh, moments from our from our uh, little highlight reel? Uh, definitely the part where David wasn't talking. Yeah, that was my favorite part too. Yeah, well, well you, Sean. Wow, what an answer! Thanks, <laughs> you, Sean. We'll we'll edit something in yeah. there. No, we're not gonna edit <laughs> we'll anything. We'll I'm just leave it a blank sound and just. <laughs> how, about, and then... how about you get some royalty-free crickets and you just put it in? Oh, for sure, I can definitely do that. Yeah. Can we just get a Sean soundboard? <laughs> That's what I was actually thinking about earlier today when he told us that he was not gonna be able to make it again. <laughs> Sean, we just need you to record some high-fidelity uh, phrases and you know, like negatives and negatives. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. They're all, they all just say, yeah. It's me. <laughs> yeah, but it's the different tone of yeah that it's like this. Oh, no, don't worry. We just need one, and I can just pitch it up or pitch it down. It'll don't worry. Like, I got this. like Chinese, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of yeah. my favorite part of Rush Hour 1 when... Jackie Chan didn't sing the words to war correctly. And Chris Tucker was helping him how to say y'all. And he kept saying you all instead of y'all. Yeah, that was that was a good part of that movie. But an even better part was in Rush Hour 2 when they were singing Michael Jackson. It's true. You Michael Jackson and Michael Jackson, you Toto? Yeah. It's yeah. Tito. Chama. No, we're not going Chama. down this road again. Nope, absolutely not. We, we need to save something for the Halloween. Halloween episode's coming up in... Wait, Halloween episode? Yeah. Wait, is it just every holiday we'll just do a Rush Hour-themed episode? Like, Why not? We'll have a, we'll have a Halloween-themed Rush Hour episode, a Christmas-themed Rush Hour episode, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving-themed, Columbus mm-hmm. Day Rush Hour. Arbor Day. Arbor Day, Boxing Day Canadian for the Boxing Canadians. Day, I do like that one. Ramadan, we can do Hanukkah. Dude, we got to do that like seven straight episodes or eight eight straight episodes. Well, here's the thing. Hanukkah, I think there's eight 
Harry Potter movies, we could do that. Well, no, I mean, don't get me wrong. I can talk about Rush Hour for eight straight podcasts, no problem. Shalom, and welcome to (laughs) the Hanukkah special where we talk about Rush Hour for for every day of Hanukkah. Every day is a present where we open up a special present of (laughs) Rush Hour. Yep. So, um, getting back, so what have you guys been up to? Mm, Let's see... Well, we didn't do anything for your birthday, so that was cool. Oh, yeah. Um, birthday to me. Well, that's not true. We we went to go watch a movie for your that birthday. Correct. And um, I, I had dinner with my parents, which mm-hmm. was nice. Was it, though? Well, it was more of a present for them, not so much right. for me. But it's your birthday, though. It's supposed yeah, to be the other okay. way. Okay. No, it's, it's, a, it's a family birthday. That okay. it's, it, it's a Chinese tradition that you celebrate your... With your ancestors and your family. Uh, even uh, even watching too much Farewell. Actually didn't get a chance to catch uh, that. That was well, not, it sounds it like wasn't you, at the right time. It just sounds like you you live that movie every day, so I don't know why you would need to see it. Yeah. Uh, just for validation, I think that's what it really needs to be. It's just mm-hmm. to see, just be like, ooh, I wonder what it would be like to watch my entire life in a mirror. That would probably be the first movie you walk out of, right? Well, I would probably lie to my dad, who I probably was watching it with, and say I have to use the bathroom, and then leave oh, right. the Take theater, and me drive home and say, "Actually, yeah. Dad, uh, <laughs> I, I was too, I was too triggered." Yeah, even though you you were the one who drove them to the theater. <laughs> well, I guess he, he better know how to use an Uber or take a lift <laughs> home. He knows his address. We've lived in the same house for a long time. Um, oh, so we also forgot to say happy birthday to Sean in the last episode, and he's not here, so we're going to just say happy belated birthday, Sean. Well, and, I, uh, I told Sean happy birthday, but... Yeah, I did Well, too. I mean, we all did, but... No, on <laughs> David's on just saying it now, like, two weeks late, later. <laughs> You know what? I'm just going to add it in to the even, end of the first episode, uh, in the second yeah, episode. Yeah, even though Sean was here last week, <laughs> and his birthday was before that. I don't know why that. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, he was, it was two weeks, it was a week before that. And uh, also, this is the portion where we say thank you to our subscribers. Thank you, Joe, for subscribing. Solar you... XX, or yeah. whatever. Solar. Yeah. Well, if you leave a comment in the comment section, I we will make sure to shout you out. Shout out to our latest subscriber, Solaris XX. And if you want some really dope, chill music, be sure to check out Solaris XX's YouTube channel, where he'll give you the freshest beats. I'm going to do a quick uh, <laughs> analytics rundown on our first episode. Uh, let's see. Tuesday, August 13th, we had four views. <laughs> um that was you know yesterday and then today we're up to eight views oh 10 views uh as of uh about three hours ago uh i tried to i was i tr- i was gonna click on the button to monetize our channel but apparently you have to actually be like a real channel for that to happen so we are a real channel we have one video like <laughs> like a thousand subscribers and like some other requirement. That's uh, it. We'll get there. I mean, I already have a thousand fake email addresses. <laughs> <That's sick. laughs> well, there you well, go. You better, get, you better get to clicking then. I don't even know what to say at this point. <laughs> Thanks for our sponsor. Uh, 
So instead of until uh, until we actually get some sponsors, our subscribers will be our sponsors. So thank yeah, you for hit us on Thanks. Patreon, Venmo, PayPal, PayPal. Check out my Steam wish list. So a little bit of update. I know you guys asked me about my job last week. Oh yeah, what's to... going on with that? You're still not quitting? Yeah, I did decided not to because uh, job prospects aren't that great right now. So somehow I suspected this was going to happen. Yeah, I want. I wanted to have something to say, and I guess I I just wanted to make that up that I was gonna quit, even though I want to really, really, really badly. Well, it was fun to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of other things to talk about. Also, you said I remember I was listening back to the episode we were talking about that you said you were trying to get fired, or I mean, you were so you fired. were or like or something like that. Ah, uh, never mind. Edit this part out. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll get it in post. So I guess we can just uh, jump right in. Uh, did anybody else see anything besides our movie of the week, which was Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, brought to you by Pert Plus and AutoZone? Wow. Wow. I did. What else? Did you see Dora the Explorer? No, I saw Hobbs and Shaw. And? Because our movie this week is Dora the Explorer. <laughs> Wait, was I, mean, I the only one who did the homework? Yes. I, well, I was. Uh, this I is was... going to be a really awkward movie review this week. Let me tell you. If I'm, you're going to be I'm talking about one... how accurate Dora the Explorer is to the TV show, and we're going to be talking about Black Superman. Yeah, and you guys are going to be so embarrassed. I mean, there's probably some crossover, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen Dora the Explorer, but I imagine, you know, that it's pretty similar to The Rock. And yeah, stuff, instead so. of Black Superman, there's Mexican Superman. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually did watch something. I, yesterday, I went out to go see Millennium Actress, what which was a, uh, it's a one-night event thing. Um, it's actually an older movie. It came out in 2001. It was a Japanese animated oh, film. Oh, of course. <laughs> And it's by Satoshi Kon, and it's really, really good. Says it, the weeb. It is the story. Far uh, be it for you to say anything bad about anime. Hey, I could tell you plenty of bad animes. One. <laughs> we'll put that in post after I get a list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the knock that you wanted me to put in? Is that your marker, like a clap yeah. for knocking? I thought you just knocked over something. I think the clap is the uh, is the industry standard. <laughs> okay, no, you know what? Dose and a half Cinco's is the industry standard. You do what you want, Ben. Okay. okay. You're just making it harder on yourself, David. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm just cutting all of this out, and we're going to oh, start okay. all the way over. <laughs> all right, we're going to start over now. All right, Ben, uh, give us our sponsor for this week. Okay, this episode brought to you by Opal Team. Don't forget your Ovaltine. Or, I mean, fuck, don't forget to drink your Ovaltine. Wow. <laughs> don't forget <laughs> your Ovaltine. That's at least better. We'll just I leave like that, that in. Yeah. Um, so well, in addition to... Sorry. What happened? Uh, I was going to say, if Ben's done talking about anime, oh. I did actually go see, after we saw Hobbs and Shaw, I went to go see Far From Home. Oh, nice. So I'm all caught up. And what'd you think? I, it was very good. Was it the fitting ending to the Infinity Saga? 
Let me see. I'm trying to remember now. Processing. Processing. I'll put the a knockoff Jeopardy sound. I'll, I'll put like my my face being stupid right now in the video, like <laughs> like uh, yeah, in the Jeopardy theme song. What even happened? I just it was on. Man, I'm so tired. Um. Oh what yeah. I wouldn't. I mean, I don't really see how it was like how Sean was kind of describing it, where it was a uh, like the actual end to the to that phase or whatever. Well, it was a correction. It was Ben who mentioned that Far From Home was the unofficial. I thought that was show. Sean. Either way, I mean, uh, that was me. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, either way, so, but I mean, I did enjoy it. I mean, and I did stay for the uh, you know all the teasers and the uh, stingers and nice. But yeah, I'm trying to. I don't really remember like what happened at the end. Oh, except for well, I do remember what happened at the end now, but I just don't see how it would, that would be considered like the actual ending to Endgame. You know ben? what I mean? Ben, do you want to? Can you elaborate? Uh, sorry, could you repeat the question? No. Okay. We'll play it back in the uh, in post, and then you okay. can answer it in the future. Okay. No, I was just I was just saying I don't see how I don't see, um, and of course maybe I missed it. How it was, how it would be considered the actual ending to Endgame? Oh well, for my understanding, this was the well. Kevin Fe- is it Feige or Feige? Feige. I, don't know. I think Feige. it's Feige. Okay, well, Kevin Feige went on. Um, I, I don't remember what interview it was, but he mentioned that uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home would be the definitive end of the of Phase Three, and. Looking at it, it, it seems like if you were to view all of Phase 3 as a single movie, the, I felt that uh, Far From Home was the, the after credits dinger, if you will, of the whole, okay. I guess, of the whole series. I guess when I you told me that, I would kind of, I interpreted it as like, this is like the, like the... The wrap-up? Yeah, uh, where it was more of, like you said, just a really long post credit scene. Uh, it it, it kind of is. I mean, it, it kind of deals with like the aftermath of everything that directly correlating right. with. Um, it's kind of like the 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 uh, what is it? It's not the, is it the epilogue? What's the one that goes at the end? Yeah, the epilogue. Yeah. Don't worry, I'll edit so that way it makes you sound like you said. Yeah, just epilogue. just make it so I just so say epilogue. Start, just say it over again. Epilogue. <laughs> no, the entire sentence, not just the word. I don't remember what I said. Whatever. <laughs> the epilogue. Just leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm taking my part out then. Okay. Uh, I'm up. I'm perfectly okay with being the dumb one uh, on the podcast. It makes it less work for me. It's a lot of work for me to ha- to try to sound smart. All right. I'll stop trying for you then. <laughs> okay. But okay. So I guess that makes sense about home. Far from home. Okay. Um. Let's see. What have I been watching? I have been. Trying to finish Orange is the New Black. Oh, snooze. Well, I just said that's all that's all it is. Snooze fest. You guys never watched it? No, I've never actually watched it. <laughs> um, Letty was watching it, but she did give up on it. How far did she get? Uh, Not as far remember. as you, apparently. Yeah, maybe well, two or season two or three or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think it definitely lost some of its legs. By season three, now I think it's on season seven. So I feel like I was already this invested, just wanted to see what was happening. And it kind of goes the same way that Game of Thrones went, which is 
think her story stops at a certain point and then they're just kind of just ad-libbing whatever they they wanted to do so but it's kind of it's entertaining um I'm not 100% sure what the direction is for this last final season is. So I'm just trying to get through that. And then it's on to watching Mind Hunter, which starts on Friday. Friday. I know. And then then also watching The Boys. I've been recommending it to everybody based on your recommendation. (laughs) But you haven't watched it yourself? Not because I've watched it. (laughs) But I think I might have oversold it or undersold it or missold it. I'm not sure which one it is. Because I've told so many different people totally different stories, and I realized that after I was I'm like sure. talking to them about it. <laughs> I'm sure was, there's a mixed uh, there's a mixed bag. <laughs> oh, mixed is definitely the way I would I would put it, but it's probably more like blender ish. Just a lot of stuff, just chopped up bits. Um, but you know, I'm sure Amazon will be very happy that I was pitching their show. I don't know how far they'll get, but I just told them about Watchmen, and I said if you like darker humor then you'll probably enjoy this and if you're Wait, into superhero movies you, you'll you like told it. them about watchmen no no no. leave it in leave that part in yeah okay let, let him talk about watchmen okay um no isn't it like related well i mean it, it's anyways thematically maybe but... uh i don't think so no nah, not really no i said like it's like watchmen it's not linked with watchmen uh, not, oh, even, oh, from... not even that wow. ben's not, ben's not well, even give you that Ooh. Uh, well, well, anyways, big tag it is. <laughs> well, I guess I'm comfortable with being the dumb one about this. No, I'm the dumb one. That's my. No, dumb. I'll show you. <laughs> I'll out dumb you. Don't worry. All right. So I guess that that will wrap up what uh what we've seen this week. And if you guys have any suggestions, definitely we would love to hear some of them. That are go ahead and throw that into the comment section. The one person who is listening to this, Joe, whatever you have to recommend, please make it, keep it to one, please. Uh, and then we'll, we'll take a look. Yeah. Um, so we're going to move on to our next segment. This is our box office rundown. And we do this every week where we talk about the box office, where it's at. And looking at the way it is, there are some surprises. And obviously there are some that, you know, they say where they are. So. Number one, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, which is our movie of the week. So we'll be talking about that one a little bit later. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, number two. I'm surprised student get to see this one just yet. I know you were excited about that one. Three is, yep, three is The Lion King. By no surprise, I'm sure, as none of us. Four is the movie for Ben of the week, which is Dora and the Lost (laughs) City of Gold, even though he... Was that's extra credit, I guess. Um, following that, at number five is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, which is the one we covered last week. Six is The Art of Racing in the Rain, talking dogs and race cars. Uh, number s- <laughs> number seven is The Kitchen. Death. Number eight, what? So, sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, did you have a question about The Kitchen? No, I was just going to say, like, man, that did not come out that that did not come out of the gate very well <laughs> the kitchen or the art of racing in the rain the kitchen oh. well yeah, yeah 5.5 million dollars first week it is 21 percent on rotten tomatoes um following that at number eight is spider-man far from home which Stu just watched and wrapped up beautifully yeah. 
I think because I went to go see it again, it might have moved up. In you're the, telling me you watched it five point three million dollars worth since well since last week maybe oh, maybe well, my you. maybe, maybe my that's what it is. Was, People yeah. are following you, Stu. They want to see the movies you're I seeing. Have a, I have a very strong internet presence, so good. And then number nine, Toy Story four, still holding on to the within the top ten, and then Bring the Soul, the movie, at Man, two point four million dollars at number ten. I know nothing about that movie whatsoever. <laughs> it was good enough to knock uh, the farewell out uh, yeah. out of this last spot. You know what? Maybe we should be pitching the farewell again, and then Stu, you can go watch it and, and bump it to the uh, number seven. Yeah. Oh, is it? This is no wonder. This is a movie about. Uh, it looks like K-pop. Yeah. So I guess that'll be our pick for this it week, is? right? Oh. Yeah. Uh, is this the movie that's? Let me take a look. The Journey of BTS. Oh, God. Bring the, wait, wait. I feel like they missed out on a huge marketing opportunity. Soul should have been spelled S-O-E-U-S-O-U-E-L. <laughs> oh, man. Well, maybe if, maybe if they were from America, they, they wouldn't have missed that. Because I understand that they wanted to you know, put the band's name as the initials for BTS. I but I feel like they missed on a really... Really good marketing pun right there. I don't think the puns translate uh, very well. Um, well, if you're trying to get the American box office, I'm sure they probably would not bring the well, soul. Okay, time <gasps> out. Time what? out, David. What What is it about Asian Asians in general makes you think that they'll do anything good with you know, like grammar and English uh, based on what you've, you know, restaurant names and, you know. <laughs> you mean Chinese food is not... Uh, good enough. The way they. So what's the deal with Asians? But I didn't even know that movie was coming out. That was definitely not on any on any of our radars. I think. No, but it did knock uh, a bunch the of the other ones out. out. Aladdin, That's Crawl, uh, Yesterday. I mean, and... there were a number of movies that knocked some stuff out. I mean. All right, Raising the Rain, The Kitchen, and Dora, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Those all premiered this week, so there's actually a lot of number ones or uh, mm-hmm. premieres that knocked out top ten. This week's actually kind of uh, pretty closely spread out. Obviously, top five is much closer. Um, the top four are only separated by, like, $5 million. I mean, Hobbs and Shaw last week was, what, $60 million? Yeah, I mean, so, uh, it was an okay weekend. Lot. Yeah. Um, but any surprises in there for you guys? Obviously, besides bringing the soul, I'm, I'm actually surprised that Scary Stories uh, is in second place right now. It is marketed as 82% fresh. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, that one also somewhat surprised me. I didn't think it was gonna do that. Yeah, one. I mean, I was gonna see it mainly because of how how much of a part of my you know nostalgia it was. Yeah, but and I was not really expecting it to like be super great, but it looks like it's actually doing pretty good, so that's. I guess good. nostalgia wins again, huh? Yeah, but I mean, this... but not just the money, but it's got like a good rating too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's just really good. Then I I will give it a chance, even though I've never read it before. But well, would you guys consider nostalgia for Dora and the Lost City of Gold? I think that helps. I think okay. that really helps. I was Honestly. never I never watched it as a, because I think I was too old for it when it came out, but yeah. um. I could definitely see how that would be a factor. 
Well, as somebody who actually saw it, uh, Ben, how did you feel as an adult going to see it? Like how, like what's the age? Yeah. How many children been... were there? Oh, I haven't <laughs> seen it. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, oh really? <laughs> I thought oh, you kept selling it. Like we were going to talk about it this week. Yeah. It's called a joke, David. We don't do that on here. We are <laughs> <Okay>. very serious. <laughs> We are very a serious, serious, very serious business. Why did we both go for the Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> well, we are the dose in the dose and a half Cinco's. All right. Well, that wraps up unless you guys have some other comments about this. But I think a couple of surprises that were in there, obviously, Fast and the Furious. Racing in the Rain really surprised me. Yeah? Okay. Well, I hadn't had a chance to see it yet, but... Who wants to see that? It, Dennis Quaid plays a dog. I, it's not Dennis Quaid, is it? I thought it's um, oh fuck, what's his name? Al, Albert. Uh, Randy Quaid. No, not Randy Quaid. <laughs> um, the guy who plays Nemo. Oh no, Kevin Costner. Sorry. Is it Kevin Costner? It's Kevin Costner. Oh okay. What were you gonna say, <laughs> Andy Samberg? <laughs> yes, Andy Samberg. <laughs> and he just sings the whole time, or raps, or whatever. That would be. It's just awesome. a Lonely Island movie, then. Yeah, actually, Whoa, I don't that. dude, that one was really good. I want to see another one. What? Another Lonely Island movie? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Wait, you saw Popstar? I did. Oh. When yeah, it came out on HBO. Movie. Yeah, that movie was really good. I'm really sad that movie bombed. It didn't do well. No, it didn't. It did terribly. Oh, I probably should have went to go see it in the theaters to help. Yeah, with you my twelve dollars. I bought three tickets for it. And I took up, <laughs> and we took up all three seats in the theater. All <laughs> <laughs> day, people just don't appreciate good comedy or humor anymore. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up our Rotten Tomatoes box office rundown for this week. Uh, we're going to be talking about. We're going to go into our next segment. This is our movie review for the week, which was Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. I know that Sean had already seen it, and I think he gave it a three yaws, four yaws out of five. Did he? I don't remember. I don't remember. I'm just I'm just injecting Sean at this point. Uh, general thoughts and synopsis. Go ahead, Ben. Uh, so yeah, I want it to be as good as the one for last week from last week. Yeah. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw are two. Man, I I can't even come up with a good one for this because man this this plot is just so batshit crazy (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's got the it's like the typical like kind of action action movie kind of plot line no it's not even that uh i'll get i'll get into it in spoilers but or how about uh we do okay how about this synopsis for fast and furious presents hobbs and shaw yet another movie that is in the Fast and Furious franchise that does not focus on cool cars or driving fast anymore. It's about taking it to a whole nother level when it comes to trying to get special effects out. Um, there's a lot of opportunities for the is that really possible type moments where they're where the two protagonists, Hobbs and Shaw, are unlikely compatriots that are forced to work together to save the the world again and to stop Did you say jaws saw shaw sorry hobbs and jaws hobbs and jaws that's, that's the sequel 
Uh, All right, we're just going to delete that one, and we're going to start over. Edit that part out so we don't get a copyright strike on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, for the... uh, For for the the theme song. theme song? Yeah. All right, sorry. Yeah, Yeah, that's the Jaws theme everyone knows. (laughs) No, it's the opposite instead of... No, I got got that part. (laughs) We don't do jokes here. (laughs) Uh, how about this? I'll, I'll I'll write up something that kind of s- sums it up, and then we'll we'll jump right into. It. Ben, why didn't you write a good synopsis for this one? Oh, he's writing Bob's it right shot now. Two unlikely allies yeah. join forces to save the world against an impending virus. <laughs> there. Ooh, I like that. So, what did you think? Who are you asking? Me? Yes, too. Okay, well, I wasn't expecting much from the story because, you know, it's just kind of a mindless action movie. I mean, it wasn't too bad as far as action movies goes. It had its, it had a few cool moments, cool cool shots uh, we can talk about later. But yeah, I mean, it's typical kind of over-the-top kind of stuff that you'd kind of expect from a uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson vehicle. Makes sense. I definitely was not expecting this. I was really expecting a lot more... Yeah, I have no idea what I was really expecting. Calvin and Hobbes? Calvin and Hobbes would have been a good one. What were, what were you expecting? I want to drill down on this. I really was expecting more car stuff. Really? But it's not a it's it's not a Fast and Furious movie. But they're presenting Hobbes and Shaw. But it says Fast and Furious. Why would you lie to me? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's to help bring in the crowd that are the fans from the Fast and Furious franchise. I don't know. Actually, what they really should have done is, during one of the promos, there should be like, lines have been drawn. You're either with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, or you're with Vin Diesel. And then, see how many people would show up for that movie. Kind of like uh, when Kanye and 50 Cent were beefing, and they're like, no, I'm going to outsell your album. So that means that we need to come up with a Toretto, and I don't know, who, who, who would be an unlikely ally for Toretto? to work with i don't know enough about fast and furious to come up with something for that oh so. maybe uh oh i got it toretto and what, what was letty's last name oh dom and letty's last ride wait i know i know one an unlikely team up between dom toretto and paul Walker. wow that would be really unlikely <laughs> like really really unlikely r.i.p i guess after what you said Stu, i guess it I should have probably had different expectations, but I actually wasn't expecting to like it as much. Mm-hmm. But I actually kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, there were it definitely had um, moments in it, and we can talk about it later that made it kind of like the other parts that are like either like the cliche action parts of a movie kind of like redeem them a bit, uh, made it worth it. Would you compare this more and more like to the other guys, or more to like a James Bond type movie? Which one do you think that they were trying to go for? It wasn't as comedic as the other guys, because the other guys, the two main characters, are the the main sources of the uh, of the Chemistry. comedy. Whereas this, I mean, they did have their some moments, but they were mostly focused on the uh, action, beating guys up and saving the day type stuff. But it probably somewhere you probably split the difference between like something like this and like Tomorrow Never Dies, or yeah, Tomorrow Never Dies is probably a good good example. Yeah, I think that's a good uh, comparison. So do you think that you'd like to see them do something similar to this or try to go back to the old formula with the cars and the racing and stuff like that? Or do you think we're already, we, they've already kind of jumped the shark already 
no, in I think, the yeah, blockbuster, they... like over action, you know, overproduced, the bigger explosion. Like the only way they can get away with maybe making another one is if they pretty much like raise an entire city. I don't envision them getting as wild with like stunts and, you know, big sequences like something like Mission Impossible might do where you, know, you got Tom Cruise hanging off of airplane or climbing up a building. I, de- I don't think they'll be going back to the uh, I think they've they've parted ways. Too bad we're not gonna see the. Uh, I'm surprised that we didn't see the new Toyota Supra in this uh, in this movie, since that was a big thing that they were trying well, to. It's not just a car fast. Movie. And, it's just Fast and Furious in name, and not in content. Well, I guess I, I went to go see this movie with my dad, so mm. he was just like, huh, oh, another action movie. I guess it's okay. He wasn't too enthusiastic like he, about yeah. it. It's like it's either you see this or the kitchen. Which one is it? Which do you want to see? I asked my dad, and he was like, uh, nah. <laughs> Let's watch the action movie. Stu, if you were going to give it a rating, what would you give it? Oh, boy. Uh, maybe like a 6 out of 10. Uh, ben? So, when I was watching the movie, I thought it was a blast. It was definitely a movie where I just kind of turned my brain off, sit back, relax, and enjoy whatever the hell's going on. Yep. But it's it's like... Uh, you guys ever seen one of those pictures where it's like a video game and the, you know, there's a caption that says, you know, the longer you stare at it, the more you realize what's wrong with it. And it's like, right. you know, there's Zelda on the screen, but, you know, there's Master Chief there or something and it just gets worse and worse the, the mm-hmm. longer you stare at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like one of those kind of things where it's like, ah, this is kind of funny, but then you just stare at it longer and longer. And it's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh, I can definitely see how you how, how you would uh interpret that so if you had to give it a rating what would you have given it uh i would have to say a solid five out of ten five out of ten yeah right right down the middle yeah i'm just like half and half on it because it's like uh to me like the whole movie was it was a b movie plot with a really large budget like 200 million dollars right it's just like this insane it's it's this insane plot with all like these insane moments it just keeps going and going and going you know in, in a good way. So know? if you were to compare this to, I, I know this movie's not out yet, but um, Angel Has Fallen. You guys, <laughs> have you guys followed the uh, the Olympus Has Fallen? The, yeah, I mean, the, I know, series? yeah. I've Guard seen the other two. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think the difference, though, between the two, fran- well, I guess you can call this a franchise, kind of, but is that I think the, the Olympus Has Fallen and London, although that franchise is, like, trying to be serious, like a serious action movie, whereas... Yeah. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw is more of like fun action movie. Like okay. it's no, not taking yeah. itself too seriously. I mean, I, I feel that Hobbs and Shaw definitely is very, very self-aware. Yeah, like, <laughs> ridiculous. And that's yeah, and I think that's one of the Redeeming things quality. about those types. Of, yeah, one of those type things about those types of movies that kind of make them fun to watch is like they know they're being over the top, ridiculous kind of thing. So yeah, I, I mean this this movie does not mince words it just goes straight into it i mean the first line that idris elba pretty much has in the movie or one of the first lines and this is not a spoiler because this was in the trailer they ask hey who are you what are you doing here and he just points himself and says bad guy and then they play billy eilish but uh yeah i mean the whole, whole movie that kind of sets up the kind of dialogue you expect in the movie for like it's just like that the whole time it's yep. it's really fun yep. it, it's a really fun ride I definitely discussed this with a couple of my coworkers, and then they asked me what I kind of said, like, the subplot was. It's like, oh, it's technology, this and that, and then it's much less about the cars anymore. It's like these two guys trying to be 
heroes to save the day, you know, the world's last chance, that kind of thing. And whoop, kind of like a buddy cop movie. It's like, oh, two unlikely heroes, a, a dog and a giraffe are tasked with, <laughs> with, with becoming wait, 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 what, what kind of analogy is that? <laughs> it's going to get more and more ridiculous. The same one with the giraffe, Johnson, and it's, Jason, it's, dog, <laughs> take down a rhino. Uh, <laughs> Idris the and they were like, yeah, that sounds like something I would just rent and stay and watch at home. I was actually surprised. It's two and two hours. Yeah. yeah. I and think you guys it, are overthinking that. It's Jason Statham is Calvin, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is Hobbs. Wow, done. All right. That that's pretty much it. So uh if I had to get a give a Stu, I was surprised you didn't give a uh interesting rating this week as in I mean like uh, I said, I'm tired. Oh it <laughs> flicked in the air. No, that's no. and plus I feel like I'm biting too much on uh, Conan's thing. So okay, all right. Well, uh, for me, I probably give it a six out of ten, right. and I'm sure Sean would probably say something close, unless he really liked it, which he'd probably give it a seven. Two yaws out of five. Three. Three. I don't know what his scales is. <laughs> all right. Well, that is the general synopsis and our basic review. Uh, we're going to be entering the spoiler zone, so you. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get copyright. Uh, How's that copyrighted? That sound can't be copyrighted. <laughs> the reggae horn? Yeah. Sure, why not? Okay. Okay. Uh, so you've been warned. You're entering the spoiler zone. We're gonna be talking about the movie, and uh, you've been warned. So let's get right into it. Uh, ben, I know that there was something you really, really wanted to touch upon. Oh man, there's a lot. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, do your okay. top. Do your top touch. Top touches. All right. So I think the scene that best exemplifies this movie is definitely the chopper scene. I remember, <laughs> oh, I remember just like sitting in that, like when they're getting dragged off, and the Rock's brother comes by and he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna help you out," and then he tows himself to the front right. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. holy shit, that's man. amazing." And that was gonna be it. enough, and it just Ben was cracking up. Every, each additional car that came yeah. up. Because <laughs> I, I was thinking in my head, another one, another one. And they did. They just kept piling them on. Like, and that it was still wasn't enough to take down a plane. And then... And then, oh my god, like the NOS scene. I haven't <laughs> seen that NOS stuff. I've only seen Fast and Furious 1, but do they still do that NOS yeah, thing? Of course. They do? Oh, okay. Well, at least in the second one they did. Okay. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, like they might have gotten yeah. serious after like the fourth one, thir- or I don't really count the third one. No Tokyo Drift. Eh, I mean it's not not like in the main arc of the yeah. movies. What? It's in there. I mean that, I know it's in there. That's how that's how that's how you find out about Han. Yeah, but you gotta wait. You gotta watch that other idiot for like ninety minutes. Oh, that's true. Oh, you're talking about DK or the yeah. other guy? Rift King. Yes. Uh. Oh, the white yes. guy. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, and I don't remember his character, and he never shows up in any more of the right, movies. That's, that's like oh, that, that would be Toretto's buddy. Those guys are going to team up to save the world. Him and guy from Tokyo Drift. Yeah, that's what he's going to be called. He doesn't have, have a name. <laughs> Tokyo Drift. <laughs> White Drift. But yeah, the I, I did en- I did enjoy the, the, the Nas scene. It was kind of a nice throwback to the you know earlier Fast and Furious movies. And they did it four times in a yeah, row. Yeah, like, 
one after the other. <laughs> oh Just in case you, you guys... forgot this is a Fast and Furious yeah. movie, here's some I you... Nas. I know you guys missed these scenes. But, I, um, I could not help but notice the uh, the Rock doing his best uh, Captain America impression. Oh, my God. He is as strong as Captain America. He's literally as strong as Captain America. And I thought the craziest thing was Idris Elba being cyborg, you know, being a cyborg. No, but let's talk about that. Like, in this movie, it is ridiculous what the villains have and what their plan is. What was the company called or the corporation? Do you you guys remember? Etion or was it? Etion, yeah. Etion. How Um, the hell do I remember that? (laughs) I don't know. but That's what you're here for, for all the details. For the stupid, obscure ones? Yeah. They have a crap load of money. They have cyborgs. They can literally resurrect the dead. They also have control of the fucking media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they want this fucking virus. What's your I point? Mean, <laughs> you have all this money. Why don't you just build a bomb? What do you need the virus for? I know. Like, How about just go out there and selectively just genocide because, all the because people? Because then you have to rebuild all the buildings you destroy. Like, well, that actually made a lot of sense. <laughs> if, if you if you remember, their objective was uh, at least the first, one of the first ones was to. Um, and I can't believe I'm like breaking down an action movie like this is plot this much, but was to root out all the weak uh, people who wouldn't survive. So it was kind of be like unleashing, you know, some kind of really strong flu onto the world just to kill off everyone who wasn't strong enough to adapt to it or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Also, they. They have a dedicated room just so they can show that their boss's equalizer voice. I mean, when you ha- when you have that much money, like at some point you just start spending it on whatever. So. <laughs> well, it yeah, kind of well, reminds me of like the story about Apple when they got when they started selling the iPod the first time. They just was so much money they didn't know what to do with, so they just started buying art. They're like, what are we gonna do with it? I don't know. Just buy some priceless art. We need to spend so. the money at some point. <laughs> Okay, I there's mean, two more things I want to talk about, and then that's it. Well, I yeah. hope I hope both of them are not things I wanted to talk about. Well, one of the things was I didn't really get the music sometimes. I mean, like, sometimes I get, like, oh, yeah, this sounds cool. But particularly in the opening scene and the closing scene, they chose the song. Are you guys familiar with the song called Time in a Bottle? Uh, maybe if I heard it. Well, it was the opening song. Hang on, let me just pull it up real quick. Yeah. All right. I don't know. That one just, like, it, it escapes me because it doesn't really match anything and it, it would just seem like really really random hang on stop talking okay i wonder if that music is uh is uh, royalty free at this point yeah I, I would i would i would love to stick that in it yeah. <laughs> and then just put technical difficulties yeah <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, so I, yeah, okay, I, I think I have heard this song before. I didn't it's really to inject know. some classiness. Yeah, I mean, can you remind me, do you remember which scene, you know, you said it was the opening, but like... Yeah, it happened? was literally Vanessa Kirby and her team were securing the, the virus payload, and they're driving off in the truck, and then they ended up in that parking garage. Okay, and they were playing that song? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, don't, I when you mentioned that you had a you had a point to talk about the music, I was like was like a deer in the headlights because I did not remember any of the music that happened. No, I mean like I remember a few songs. I mean like they played Logic, so that was. Oh yeah, cool. that, I do remember that. That was, that. Cool. That was cool. 
the whole thing with that song, I mean, I would imagine what they're trying to go for was something like the calm before the storm type thing, where it was kind of like a mellow song, and then Idris Elba starts fucking everyone up. Okay, I can go that's with the only, that. That's the only thing I could think of. Okay. I know some movies like to do that in a lot, where they'll they'll do like contrasting, like a song that's or the score is kind of contrasting to what's actually happening or about to happen. Yeah. Okay. It's just like that choice of a song was just kind of jarring to me because I guess the last time you kind of hear that in a major motion picture was in Days of Future Past when uh, Quicksilver, he does that whole kitchen scene. Well, I mean, I guess vivid memory. I would never have remembered that. <laughs> I mean, I guess the choices for music were could, like that song or it could have been like, you know, any other movie where it'd be like, like you know I some kind of like <laughs> that could work too i mean honestly. that's what i'm saying they were probably look sitting in those in the in the editing room going like shit what what song do we do by the way Stu, that just became our intro song all right cool i can do like a full one later on <laughs> all right we're gonna have to master we're just gonna keep that. we're just gonna keep looping it all right, uh, one more thing. I didn't get... Okay, this is definitely one of those things where when you just stare at it long enough, it just doesn't make any sense. So they were in Moscow after that whole... Um, after they tried to get that machine, right? Right. Or they were somewhere in Russia. Yeah. Right. And then they said, oh, we have 18 hours to get this virus out of you. What do we do? And mm-hmm. the rocks finally suggest, hey, we mm-hmm. should go to Samoa. And mm-hmm. they're like, all right. So Samoa what? to Moscow is nine thousand. Time out. Did Darren just join this podcast? Yes. <laughs> okay. uh, hi, Stuart. <laughs> so Moscow Actually, to so Samoa just, just, is nine thousand one hundred twenty-six miles. Uh, what is the flight time there? So the flight time I looked up for commercial airline fastest mm-hmm. would be one day. Okay, one to- full day. Yes. Non-stop, twenty-four yes. hours from yes. Russia to Samoa. Uh, Moscow. Or from Moscow to Samoa, 24 yes, hours. They, they have super jets, and they have a guy who's made out of. Uh, yes. Okay. So I, I think, looked that up. So and uh, so the just, fastest jet in the world can go 2,200 miles per hour, mm-hmm. and that is the SR-71 Blackbird. Okay. So that can make the trip. <laughs> so so just commandeered an SR-71. So just just to be clear, Darren, you're okay with the cybernetically enhanced bad guy who <laughs> yeah. can like punch yeah. holes through walls. Yeah. Uh, you're okay with the rock holding onto a, a Black Hawk helicopter, keeping it from flying away. Yes. But the problem you have with this movie yes. is that they flew from Moscow to Samoa in under the amount of time you would realistically fly there in. Yes. Plus the time they needed to be able to fix the this, machine right. and then also hold off the team. No, I no, just want to... And, and also set up all those traps. And here's right. the biggest... Oh, the, the montage biggest. was too big. All right, keep going. I'm, I'm going to... Here's the biggest going. thing. So even if they were to get the fastest jet in the world or something equivalent to that, they said the reason they were able to get it was because of Kevin Hart. So... Because of the plane. Because he was like, I'll get you guys whatever you need. Because yeah. I'm an air marshal. Yeah. So Kevin Hart Got has a commercial airplane. A lot they, of... <gasps> they, they even said they were, they were on a cargo plane. So at this cargo plane, I was able to go to Samoa. Yes. In under 18 hours. Yes. Because of Kevin Hart. Uh, no, because he's funny, um, Daddy. <laughs> Wait, that's a, that's a cannon. Same thing. Okay, okay, Darren, Darren, get off the podcast, please. Can I bring Ben back in here? Ben, okay. are you over there? Ben, are you there? Yeah. Here. You back now? Yeah. 
Uh, okay. Man, okay. Cool. All right. So now that we now that Darren's not here anymore, my I'm going to talk about one of my favorite things about this movie, and which you kind of alluded to already, which was the cameos. Cameos were probably my favorite parts of the movie. The big part to uh, bumping my rating up to a six. So, and the Kevin Hart cameo was great. And the Ryan Reynolds. Ryan cameo Reynolds. Was great. He, yeah. needs his, he needs his own movie, honestly. Yeah, he yeah, should be. He should be a major character in the next one if they make one. I think they will. I think they're planning on it because that's the way that the Stingers and everything gets sold is that they have another mission. I mean, wasn't it kind of alluding to the fact that maybe he was the bad guy or something? No. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I don't think no, so. He's his handler. Yeah, he's his handler, and then at the end, it, it was saying that that voice, the the main bad guy behind the co- corporation, had mm-hmm. some tie tied to Hobbs. And I listening to the voice, it kind of, it kind of sounded like Ryan Reynolds. I mean, but it was a voice modulator. It no, could sound like anybody. Parts where it was yeah. zipping in and out, and it it sounded like Ryan Reynolds. Hmm. Uh, I mean, if they went that direction, I would automatically not like it. Oh, speaking of which, the uh, during the stinger at the end of the movie, when Ryan Reynolds' character was in the bunker and mm-hmm. they were trying to break in, and then he was like, hey, this reminds me of like the end of Game of Thrones where I can't believe you. How did you not know that? You know, some, like, he was talking about the twist, and I heard somebody in the audience go, no, oh, what? Oh, I was like, wow, you haven't seen the end of Game of Thrones. Holy crap. <laughs> Man. I thought that was so good. I was like, well, he is the alert. villain of the movie. He's mm-hmm. the villain of the movie. He is the villain. I think he just re- he ruined the movie for for somebody. And I forgot. I haven't warned my friend not to go watch it because he's only on season five. Well, at this point, I have no sympathy because it's been around. The show has been around for a long time, and if you haven't seen it by now, your fault. I mean, I think we're past the uh, spoiler moratorium or whatever it's called, so uh, it should be perfectly okay. Now, I do now touch, talking about spoilers. I did have a spoiler for this movie from an un- unlikely source, yeah. which was The Rock himself. I was scrolling through some social media, I forgot which one, and I see The Rock post something about Ryan Reynolds being in how he had a great time doing Hobbs and Shaw, and I was like, God damn it, yep. Rock! <laughs> well, was he oh, was yeah. Ryan Reynolds in other? Fast and Furious movies? Nope. No. But he said that they worked together before. Yeah. Well, maybe unless unless they touched on Talked him. Talked about him, but they never actually showed him, right? Because I don't remember seeing him in any other Fast and Furious yeah. movies. I mean, I'm not going to go back and watch all the other Fast and Furious movies just, just to see if they even mention him. Um, I'm perfectly okay with suspending my belief in saying that they know each other, just like I can suspend my, or sorry, my disbelief about the uh, plane ride from Moscow to Samoa. Yeah, I, I'll agree with you. The cameo for uh, Ryan Reynolds was really good, and Kevin Hart was really funny. I think the part that made it really unbelievable for me was just, like, you could raise the guy back from the dead. I was like, I didn't even know that they had killed off, I forgot his name already, before, and then they raised him from the dead, and then you see him, like, sewing him up, kind of like Westworld style. Idris Elba? Uh-huh. And I was just like, wait, I thought this was supposed to be at least drenched in some type of realism. Like, I didn't realize that we were to the point where we're creating Terminators now at this point. Well, well I, mean, I mean, after they flew to Moss from Moscow, <laughs> oh thrown out the door. Man, immersion is <laughs> just gone at that point. Yeah, I'm surprised that you didn't stand up and walk out because you were so disgusted with the uh, logistical time nightmare that what is the 18-hour flight that was condensed <laughs> down to six hours and then the followed up by a heartfelt reunion and then 
the preparation of the entire island of Samoa for a invasion oh. of super futuristic soldiers who are armed to the teeth. In their defense, I think Idris Elba was the only enhanced one. You're not. I, you're telling me that their advanced weaponry is not enhanced at all. I mean, what advanced? What advanced? They're they're just guns. They're just regular guns. If anything, they're they they have a they're a handicap because they only work if you have a glove. Oh. Uh, which they, which obviously they hacked using Visual Basic, right? Yeah, and tracked the IP they, address. Tracked the IP address. I mean, then, that's that's what I would do. And then disconnected them for six minutes. I, what? Okay. But overall, I thought it was entertaining. It definitely was fun to watch. I I don't know if I would have felt as happy if I had to pay the full twelve dollars to see it, but. I thought it was pretty good regardless. I definitely look forward to seeing a second one because I just want to see what if they're going to bring Ryan Reynolds back in. Yeah. And if they make him a main staple, then I definitely will see it again. Yeah, I, I liked it so much. I even bought two extra tickets for people that didn't go. What? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean. You didn't get a refund for those? I was too lazy to figure out how to do it because I bought them through. Fandango. Yeah. So. You can bleep out the uh, Fandango. Who you know? Who knows how touchy they are about you know if they might say we're slandering them. Oh, Fandango. No, just bleep it out. Fandango. <laughs> but I think the other part, um, one of the things I liked about this movie, or at least one of the scenes, was it was towards the end when they were fighting. It was like the final showdown between Hobbs Shaw and uh, Black Superman. Oh, I love that fight scene. That fight scene was pretty. Sick. Yeah, that was really good. The I drop really, kick. Oh my god. The slow motion shots with the with the water falling down was was great. I loved I love those scenes. The one the one thing and I guess I don't know, I, I hate when movies in general do this, not just um action movies. When they like I'm sure it has some name, but where they like do the exposition about like they how they just figured out the puzzle was to Oh, like you know, the monologue that they Not they monologue, called. but they were like saying like, Oh, we have to team up and work together. Uh, I'll take a punch if you if you Sweep land the leg, or whatever. Dang. So I notice movies do that a lot. I don't know if it has to do with trying to. I don't know if they. I don't know why they do it. I feel like audiences are smart enough to like get it. So you don't like it when a movie kind of assume like uh, downplays it and tries to explain. Like, yeah, like they like they it, think it what's treats happening. you like you're dumb. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and uh, I would think that audiences in general are smart enough to know to like get it. They they could have done that scene without them explicitly saying it, and it it would have come across you know just as well. Yeah. But other than that part, little like blip in that sequence, like all those you know the slow motion like punches and stuff through the rain, that was all very cool. And then I liked the rocks uh, finishing finishing move. And his finishing line that was good. Here comes yep. the kryptonite. That was good. And then the suplex yep. right into the uh, right into the rocks. That was great. Because he's the rock. Oh, boom, boom. Episode done. Yeah, I think we uh, wrapped that up <laughs> nice and neatly. Wait, uh, actually, one more thing. You guys saw all the rest of the Fast and Furious, right? Because I have not. I've yes. only seen one through five. And I have seen I all of them. You yeah. have seen all of them. Okay. I have seen all of them. Actually, I I think the only one I haven't seen was six. Oh, okay. Um, well, and, sorry, six and eight. Oh no, no, yeah, eight. Okay, well, this is kind of a question about Shaw because this is the first time I've ever seen him. But uh, reading up on the plot summary of all the Fast and Furious movies, he was the guy who killed Han, right? Yes. And he like just murders a whole bunch of people, right? Correct. So how did he become a good guy? Or like, why are we kind of like, oh man, yeah, I, I like this guy. I cannot, I don't know. I think they might have explained it in uh, in eight. I think so. That's how Owen Shaw 
No, that's his brother. Because so, I remember... Oh, no, they brought in Owen Shaw. I, they brought in... What's the this one guy's name? I forgot his name. The first part of his name. Uh, Luke Hobbs and... Deckard Shaw, sorry. His older brother. So they bring in Deckard Shaw to... Oh, wow, I don't remember all this happening. <laughs> I'm gonna put the, uh, tech, we're going to put the technical uh, difficulties card back up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we really need up that song. I'll, I'll look for it, or maybe oh. I don't know. It'll probably you know David will need to put it in the audio, so I'll pay the royalties for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I was just missing out on something because I was just reading plot summaries, so I probably didn't get the whole big picture about his character redemption or anything but it, it just seems like when you're looking through it as like an audience member uh for the whole fast and furious franchise it seems like he's kind of like the asshole of the franchise and he doesn't really have any redeeming qualities since he killed off han and he's just the bad guy like he's not even an anti-hero or anything he's just like that guy if you want to kick in the dick. yeah i think the, the either the seven or eight explained kind of like or actually, no, I think I'm reading something right now. I think they start kind of... They all team up together to be able to take down... Um, the one that made the, uh, Vin Diesel look like a bad guy. Yeah, Charlize Theron. Cypher is her name. Cypher! I don't think it's worth that much brain power to wrap your head around this one. Right, I mean, there's bigger fish to fry. I mean, right. how can you get from fucking Moscow to <laughs> fucking... <laughs> That's the biggest thing that you're confused about. I am. When... Kevin Hart is your travel agent. Is it Darren, because... Darren, I told you to get out of here. I want... Bring Ben back. Is it because the rocks flexed his brain muscles? Is is that it? Is that... Will that help you... Uh, will that put your mind at ease if I say yes? Is it because he flexed Bruce Lee? Is it... It's because it's he picked the plane up from Moscow and threw it like a football to Samoa. That's how they got there so fast. <laughs> Is that are you? Does that help now, Ben? Yeah, yeah, that does. Okay, good. <laughs> Dave, David, you there? I'm still trying to catch up on Deckard Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you might as well just watch the movie at this yeah. point. No, there apparently on the uh, on the fandom page there is a breakdown of Deckard Shaw and how he gets to this point. Every time you say Deckard Shaw, I keep thinking you're gonna say Deckard Kane. Who's Deckard Kane? Listen, <laughs> I don't know if you said that in three, and you never played two. Oh. Yeah. He said a lot in Heroes of the Storm. Like, literally, anytime he did something, stay a while. And listen. Even his fucking heroic was called Stay a While and Listen. Does he make people stay a while and listen? Yeah, he actually starts reading from a book and you fall asleep. Everyone around him falls asleep? Yeah. Nice. Well, uh, I think we pretty much wrapped up Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. So, welcome back from past the spoiler zone. We were going to talk about. What do you guys want to pick as this week's movie of the week? Well, I know uh, Ben's going to say Dora. Dora. And then there's also Good Boys. Yeah, yeah, Good Boys. Is that coming out this week? That is out this week. That one is the uh, adolescent version of Superbad. Yeah, I'm, we can, I, I'm okay with picking Good Boys as this week's pick. Okay. I will also probably do Scary Stories as an extra credit. Ooh. Okay because I really want to see it. Do you think that someone who hasn't really or doesn't really know too much about scary stories from the dark 
Oh, that's enjoy tough. It. That's that's a tough uh, that's a tough thing to say. Uh, yeah, or to do say. you think it, all the merit is because of Cause, the nostalgia factor? Because hmm. I remember the stories being like, well, the sto- really the stories and the animations and the books were really disturbing and unsettling. So if you don't have that kind of connection to the books, the movie might come off differently. I mean, you'll like you probably the scenes that they portray in the movies wouldn't mean as much to you as someone who has read the books mm. or even okay. just one of the books. Okay. You might still enjoy it. I don't know. But I mean, okay. if you, you literally can go buy like the whole, like three, I think there's three books and you can blast through them in like two hours. Probably. Wow. That's, that's a lot. Of <laughs> that's short. Uh, that's a lot. That's a lot. Of yeah. They're, I mean, they're all like shorts. They're all like short, scary stories, like just a page, a couple pages long. Maybe some are even just, Ooh, man, that's, Oh man. Oof. Did they have an audiobook? Or? <laughs> I'm sure they do. <laughs> the audiobook would probably take you longer to listen to. Yeah, because they're going to gonna put in sound effects and they're going to be reading all slow for dramatic effect. And then they'll give a short description of the image. I, yeah, actually, I don't think audio. I don't. I don't think listening to these stories on audiobook form would really do <laughs> justice either. Uh, actually, it might depending on how. I mean, do you see? They... You, I'm gonna send a link to the chat right now. Do you see these images? You see these images I'm showing you? <laughs> yeah. So I'll get the audiobook. Scary stories <laughs> Tell in the dark, narrated by Gilbert Gottfried. Great. <laughs> uh, now we tell you. I don't know. I <laughs> Gilbert, yeah, I was gonna try, but then yeah, go I ahead. David I, I gave it a shot, and I didn't want to be the. Not. Yeah. So yeah. join us next week for shitting all over Stu's childhood special edition. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Ben, Ben's just going to blast scary stories. It wasn't even that scary. It wasn't very good. <laughs> Boo. I wish I had walked out in the first minute. Yeah, left him in there. I'll watch it, and then I'll text you, Stu, in the middle of it. Hey, Stu, I have to go take a dump. Okay. And I'll be like, what are you talking about? We're not even... What are you doing? <laughs> the movie um, hasn't even started yet. <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at dinner with my dad. What are you talking about? <laughs> taking a dump. All right, so we're picking good boys for this week. Yeah, boys. We'll let Sean know. And uh, well, I guess there's another music-based movie, indie movie coming out, Blinded by the Light. Ninety-two uh, percent. Wait, is that the which the, one is that? The Bruce Springsteen movie. Yeah, I actually I saw a trailer for that when I, I saw. See it. Yeah, yeah, I do want to see that. It looked really good. So that might be my extra like credit it. movie. All right, well, if uh, I think that should pretty much do it for us uh, here at the. Dos and a half Cinco's podcast. Join us next week where we'll be talking about good boys and and others and other news like uh, like how they're rebooting the Matrix, right? Or they're making a new one. Yeah, they're rebooting. Uh, oh, to answer your question, uh, Stu, they are rebooting Charlie's Angels. Uh, barf. Um, actually, it, it looks actually okay this time. And, and so does Kristen Stewart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but are they are they actually making a sequel to uh, or rebooting the Matrix? Or are they making a, a fourth one? I have heard that it is a reboot without the involvement of the Wachowski sisters. It's Wachowski sisters. Are they yeah. both sisters, or are they just is just one of one of them? A, are they? No, they're both sisters. They're Man, both sisters. What are the what are the odds? What are the odds of that? No, right? I wonder. I wonder how that conversation went. Yeah, I mean, they're just like, hey. Hey, bro, I, I, I got something to tell you. Wait, wait. Before you say anything, I need to tell you something. <laughs> <laughs>
wasn't that. That was that was a lot better. It wasn't a lot better than rehearsal. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. It was more organic, but you know we can edit. We it, it's fine. I think yeah, it, we'll, it'll be fine. We'll touch it up in post. We'll, yeah, we'll it'll make it good in post. But yeah. And by that we mean David will make it good in post. Yeah. You want me David, to do what in post? Just do it in post. Do what um, in post? Do it in it, post, David. Well, we want to say thanks to Joe for tuning in again, and Thomas when you get to this episode. Thanks for listening. Kinda. I don't know. Thanks, Joe. Get thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, he'll probably be listening to this in the wee hours that we're yeah. we'll all be asleep, but he'll be awake to listen to it. Right. So hopefully these soothing sounds. Actually, we'll leave you with these soothing sounds by Stu to put you to sleep. Oh, Joe. Is this where you edit in my uh, beatboxing earlier? Or you can make some whale sounds. Uh, don't want to. Ocean. What happens if um, one week we decide on a movie and we come back and only like one person has seen it? Then, then we talk about that's when we do the rush hour special. Wow. <laughs> we, we just every week we just ad lib to rush hour because not everybody watched. Welcome to our fifth rush hour special in a <laughs> row. <laughs> yeah, because we apparently we just can't get our shit together. <laughs> um. Hey, what's that one song called? The Technical Difficulty hey. song that we keep doing. Oh, fuck. We're never going to find it. <laughs> no, we are. And we're going to pay fine. whatever they ask. <laughs> right, David? Right. Okay. We're going to burn our entire... No, you're going to burn your entire... <laughs> well, I think I'm just going to end the recording here at this point. <laughs> oh, man, but what if, there's, what if we say something really funny... Are you planning on saying something really funny? I mean, if you pl- who ever plans on saying something really funny? I try all the time. I wrote down all these well, notes and none of them landed. That's that's because that's you don't you're not funny when you try. It has to be organic. I'm never funny when I don't try. David, you're never funny. See, I'm that, trying see, all the time. If you stopped the recording, we wouldn't have got that. <laughs> I'm stopping the recording. <laughs> I don't want to keep getting my ass handed to me. I'm waiting for one there goes episode the where <laughs> this is the the dunk the uh, the fifty point dunk contest dunk where he dunks it through the hoop and then grabs the ball and then dunks it again. Podcast <laughs> on David. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> the